0: Having a good night so far? Yeah, everyone looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. Anyone done any Christmas shopping yet? Yeah, yeah. I just started this last weekend. Uh, so uh, Christmas, Phil. Christmas is such a a big topic, such a big part of our lives. Um, what would you say for you is uh, the earliest memories of of Christmas for you?
1: Well, as you can. Okay. We're on, yeah. As you can appreciate, I've got to delve way back into the memory bank now because I'm getting old, and uh, and so earliest memories of Christmas. Bear in mind, I was born in 1955, so we were still emerging out of a post-war era. Um, I I smile a little bit nowadays. I understand the reason for the word austerity being used, Um, but um, we have so much more than than sort of. those late 50s early 60s years and that's good the nation's um, increasingly prospered uh, in its ways Um, so uh, as you know I come from a big family uh, on uh, the one side of Nottingham I've got three brothers and three sisters when she when I first used to go out with Sharon um, bear in mind that uh, she comes from a big family as well but she was born 11 years after uh, the next brother so she grew up with her mum and when she came to our house she said it's so noisy in your house <laughs> and um uh but earliest memories of my mum and dad I'm not sure how they did it at times but dad just had an or- ordinary job as a hospital porter and uh, my mum used to do the twilight shift at rally and then uh, she was a lollipop lady I saw a lollipop lady getting absolutely drenched the other day and I just thought to my mum she did it for about 15 years uh, on Broxter Lane in Nottingham, in all weathers. Um, so, my earliest memories, uh, Nathan, are a pillar uh, literally with an apple and orange in it, a colouring book, a selection box, and one present, uh, a special present, you know, and a great big sort of table spread, and I've talked to you a little bit about my dad. My, my dad booked the trend for his generation, uh, because um, nowadays lots of... Uh, men think it's trendy to be in the kitchen, but my, my dad was before his time. Uh, so when he did his national service at Chilwell Barracks after the war, uh, he did it in the catering corps, and then he got married to my mum. So my dad's natural habitat was the kitchen. Um, so Christmas memories of, of not only my mum, but my dad in the kitchen producing piles of mashed potatoes. And uh, just a nice family day.
0: Yeah. Great. And I think that's one of the, for me personally, the my favourite things about christmas is spending time with the family and uh obviously over the years christmas you know we can agree christmas has changed a lot what would you say about christmas what does it would do you say mean to our nation now as you know as a holiday as a time of year what what does it what does it mean do you think
1: yeah i mean good question uh nathan and i think as uh, predominantly a Christian gathering tonight. I mean, if if you've not stepped into faith yet, there'll be opportunity even tonight and certainly in this Christmas season. But of course, we'd be very conscious that we're an increasingly secular nation, uh, and that's accelerated in the last um, uh, 30, 40 years particularly. Um, You may have heard on the news this morning that uh, there's now a push to uh, Uh, make school assemblies non-christian. It's it's another uh, thing. So I think it's very important uh, in 2015, 16, 17, that we make as much as we can of the Christian celebration of Christmas. That's not to uh, push back on the fact there are other things, I'll come to that in a moment, that are part of it. Um, But in an increasingly secular society that we celebrate the very essence of Really, why we're having the Christmas holiday? And at its heart, it is a Christian festival that celebrates uh, the the birth of Jesus. Um, and I, I talked to Christian about this. I think increasingly, even in my journey of Christian ministry, uh, Easter and Christmas have become increasingly important to me—not less important. And so I'm thankful that we set up a great season here at arenas. Lots of work involved, and we do that for all the right reasons.
0: Great, great great answer, Phil. Um, what would you say to because obviously tonight there 's a, a mixed um, uh, variety of, of people tonight. What would you say to maybe some of the the, the, the Christians here you know do, do you um, do you enjoy you know putting up a Christmas tree, putting up decorations you know Uh, giving out presents, having Christmas dinner, you know, those sorts of things? Yeah, I mean, good question, Nathan. I think we
1: have to face up to the fact that as Christians, there's a mix of things that we would say are particularly the Christian Christmas story and things that aren't. But for instance, whether you should have a Christmas tree in your house or not, is not a hill to die on, okay? Um, I found out that one of my colleagues in ministry has brought somebody onto his ministry team this year and found out in December that this guy doesn't believe in Christmas. <laughs> but, interesting, but interesting, he wants to go on holiday to escape it, you know, instead of sort of working as normal on the 25th if he's really true to his results. You know that one or two of the, the religious cults don't celebrate Christmas, um, and I thought about this. You know, sometimes people have asked me questions, sometimes to trip me up, and sometimes genuine debate. But Christmas trees, uh, Christmas presents, Christmas cards—they've all developed out of, of of tradition. I mean, interestingly, even the celebration of Christmas was a, a desire to impact people with an appropriate celebration of Christmas. You know, the early Roman Empire. Uh, mid midwinter december would be a time of uh, absolute outrageous revelry and the influence of christians was to use a festival that would home in on not just that but a, but a celebration of the lord um but along the way you know christmas cards is a victorian thing many things are and i think it's just you know enjoying the whole spirit of christmas uh i actually as a bloke interesting loves love sending christmas cards um you know i do more than sharing in our house wow. um because i look upon them as as a gift you know when i get I, I got a card this week from one of our ministers um i'm not saying this for any boast, but it says uh, uh, thanks for your leadership uh, i enjoy your ministry i thought you've not been to our church. Says i listen to your podcast regularly Ooh. you know um now i'm blessed by that's a gift to me that's an encouragement just yeah. a card so Um, Christmas cards, the opportunity to, um, specifically at the end of the year, give some gifts to people that you appreciate, people that you've worked with. They're all all good things. And, you know, I've never sort of got, you know, overly sensitive about, you know, well, that's not in the Bible. No, it's not in the Bible. Christmas trees aren't in the Bible. Christmas cards aren't in the Bible. Um, But they are part of the Christmas season. And as long as they don't compromise the message, or overtake the message, I don't think there's any problem with
0: them at all. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's
1: great. Oh, by the way, we've got a Christmas tree now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. We, we can't be against it, because there's Christmas trees all over the place. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, so, I, I mean, I just wanted to pick up on one of the kind of phrases that you said there that I thought was really, really great, about the spirit, about catching the right spirit of Christmas. What would you say is the right uh, spirit of Christmas? Because obviously a lot of people some people i think a lot of us see it as a as a you know as a as a great time but other people can maybe see it as a bit of a of a of a bad time as well Yeah I mean
1: again Christian and me
0: and and any of you that have been
1: involved in pastoral ministry pastoral leadership small groups will know that it's not always a time of gaiety and joy for people for numbers of reasons Uh, people that have been bereaved during that season of loved ones people that have got you know different memories so uh, some of the things that we've done even in recent years regarding a meal on a Sunday people that are lonely Uh, the statistics for elderly people on their own at Christmas are f- absolutely frightening tens of thousands of people and if you can keep a lookout for somebody in your street this Christmas evening it's just to say hello to them then please do so yeah. so I think the spirit of Christmas is uh, exactly that I think cause, uh, for those that are here that are Christians tonight I think it is just being careful that um, we don't stop being Christians during Christmas um, you know so as I say going way back and even Uh, If you like, the wrong spirit of Christmas nowadays is people can get plastered every night, uh, perhaps get involved in relationships they shouldn't get involved in that wouldn't happen at any other time of the year. And I think we just need to be careful on those areas, that we don't compromise our testimony, uh, and if you like, switch off from our relationship with Jesus. By all means, you know, it is a time of gaiety, of celebration, of socialising, of meeting with people, and the Holy Spirit can give you a thread through all that. No worse.
0: Great. I guess one of the other ones as well, like, uh, is that sometimes the danger can be is spending so much money over Christmas as well that, you know, it gets to January and no one has any money left. (laughs) And you have to, you know, try and find something to to get by. Uh, So, you know, obviously we're here tonight at Arena Church in Mansfield. We're putting on, you know, these Christmas services. You know, it's it's quite clear that we as a church, we, we love Christmas you know, we're passionate about it and we spend a lot of time celebrating Christmas. Why, you know, for anyone here that's maybe not so familiar with church or with uh, how we celebrate Christmas, why, why is it so important to us as Christians?
1: Yeah, I think really it's going back to where we started um, in the sense that even people perhaps of little faith or no faith would still acknowledge whether they agree with us or not, that Christmas is a celebration of a Christian message, uh, and at Arena we don't have a cynicism towards Christmas. We don't puffing and blowing, saying, "You know, I can't wait for it all to be over." We treat it, uh, you know, with a joy. Uh, but also with an opportunity. There is no doubt that, interestingly, here is a statistic for you to think about. That although, as a nation, we have become increasingly secular, the fact is that over the last five years, church attendance, right across the range of churches, has increased. So the cathedrals, the the, the big Church of England churches around our cities and towns, most of them will be reporting increase in attendance over the last few years not decrease it's just a fascinating sort of uh, almost contradiction that's taking place and I think it reflects that people are searching Uh, so this season uh, started this morning with a a, you know Christmas just a great start with the arena kids at Ilkeston tonight great community services next week and then the Christmas presentation and Christmas day Um, just a real season where we can give opportunity for those of us that are believers to really home in again on the truth of, as the theologians say, the incarnation, God coming in flesh and meekness and majesty on a rescue mission that ended on the cross and rising the third day, but also to to give opportunity for as many people as possible to hear what we still believe is the life-changing message, as we heard earlier, of Jesus coming into the earth, and it's all about you.
0: Great, great. Yeah, as, as... Picking up on that point, you know, uh, heard saw a great video earlier and uh, it just really rolls on the back of that really, you know, that the great message that at the end of the day, Christmas is about every single one of us here. That, uh, you know, Josh was saying on the video that a lot of people think God as this, uh, this, this terrible idea, this God that judges you, that... You know, watches for when you're going to make a mistake and almost judge you and, and catch you out. But that actually, our God is a, a God of love. Now, I just just to kind of bring in more to a, to a close, I, I just wanted um, maybe to give you an opportunity just to maybe share what that message is, because there might be some people here tonight that you're thinking, well, what is what is the message of Christmas? You know, I've never really heard, you know, uh, the the true message of it you know we, we talk about God but we all have these different ideas of God who, who God really is who is God yeah. who is Jesus why is Jesus important to Christmas what is this message yeah just briefly
1: to close and as I say Josh has already communicated really well but if I can just think about that word "gift" for a moment I'm going to break a rule that I encourage the aspiring preachers in our church not to do and that's to take a verse out of context but at the end of 2 Corinthians nine. Uh, where it's predominantly talking about giving. It says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And so we exchange gifts at Christmas time in various ways. And I think uh, the the message for me tonight would be that this is the time of a gift. I think Almighty God, in his wisdom, thought, how can I um, communicate to a needy world that I really love them? Tell you what, I'll send a baby. Or as I say in Nottingham, a baby. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we've just had a baby coming to our family, you know, and just innocence, uh, beauty, you know, just the whole thing. And I think God was just going to say, "That's that's where, that's how much I love you." You know, I'm going to send a baby. In, everybody loves a baby, you know. Yeah. And uh, this baby is going to be born supernaturally of a virgin, Mary. And that takes us faith to believe that. Yeah. He grew in wisdom and stature. He was tried in all points like as we are. And he was on a rescue mission. Uh, the only person that could bring us back to God was the living son of God, Jesus, died on a cross and rose the third day. So I think there's two things regarding that gift. It's like any gift, we can reject it. Imagine Josh giving me a gift at Christmas. <laughs> oh, thanks, <laughs> you know. And Sharon's brother-in-law... Who was Polish? Uh, Ludwig used to give him a gift every Christmas, and he'd never open it. He, he just, you know, thank you. It, it was, it was funny, you know. <laughs> not, not funny, funny, you know. It was just, it was just hard work. Never opened his, never opened his gift, you know. Eventually, somewhere in January, he'd get round to doing it, but he'd never open a gift in front of you. It was almost like a rejection, you know. Yeah. Or we can receive the gift, yeah. you know. And the fact is that as a, as a, as a young lad, I, I received the gift. I realised that God had given Jesus for me. Um, and I thank God for influences around me that drew me to that, but I had to make my decision. And again and again and again and again, I've thanked God for the gift. And again, as we come to Christmas time, uh, it just helps me in worship, in thanks, in appreciation, to be grateful that I've received the gift. So I think for me, it's God saying... I, I, I'm trying so hard to communicate to the world how much I love you. I'm going to send a baby. In humility, I'm going to defy all the logic of somebody coming to take on the Roman soldiers and smash them up. I'm going to send a baby who will grow up and just talk about the kingdom. A completely different approach to what everybody expected. And it's the gift of life to you and to me. And I just pray that right across the room tonight, none of us will reject it. And we'll all come to a place of receiving it, because when we do, it changes us forever.
0: That's That's amazing. Let's let's thank Phil for what he said tonight. It's been absolutely